1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a big night of European football. Rangers are underway with a slender lead over Antwerp from the first leg. John Kennedy's taking charge of Celtic following Neil Lennon's departure and it stays tight at the bottom after a share of the spoils between St Mirren and Motherwell. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson. Yeah, plenty to talk about tonight Gordon Rangers underway already As they strive to book their place in the last 16 of the Europa League And I think they're firmly in control of this tie And they could have been ahead early doors With a couple of chances from Ryan Kent already And across the city, the search for a new manager goes on John Kennedy in charge just now What do the Celtic fans think of that? Is that wise to leave John Kennedy in charge for the remaining games of the season? Or should Celtic get a new manager? And now the list grows And just before we came on air I see Thierry Henry's name being added to the bookies list Will he be a contender? Who knows? Rangers have taken mm-hmm. the lead It's Rangers 1 Antwerp 0 And it's Alfredo Morelos That's a 5-3 lead on aggregate If they weren't in the driving seat already They certainly are now Another slightly calamitous goal From an Antwerp point of view Gordon But Steven Gerrard won't care Alfredo Morelos certainly doesn't care He was left to stroke it into mm-hmm. an empty net from the edge of the box And Rangers have that crucial lead early on Yeah it's good pressure from Rangers High pressure up the park It was Hadji started it Then Kent got onto the defender Won the ball And what he does is He gets his head up Goalkeeper's out of position Looks up Gives it to Morelos Great run with Morelos He's still got a bit to do And he puts it into the net So we can turn this off Gordon That's finished And move on <laughs> to another what, subject I'm That's annoyed now. because I was just about to say are we allowed match predictions? Can you do a match prediction with eight minutes on the clock? You're not allowed now because it's, it's you know they've scored already. But Mark Wilson, that was a bit of both. That was brilliant pressing from Rangers and Ryan Kent, and awful from Antwerp. It's allowed to be both at the same I, time. It was, yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm going to give Rangers uh, credit for that because look, four three from the first leg, they could have quite easily came to Ibrox tonight and thought we're going to be a bit cagey and we'll see it out and we might nick one but straight from the off they've been at Antwerp and pressed high up the pitch Ryan Kent showing that there pressing in the centre half on the edge of the box winning it back and it's a tidy finish from Morelos game over How much will that settle the nerves Gordon if you are got that 4-3 advantage you know that you know if you concede one and you go one down all of a sudden the, the momentum and all the rest of it and the nerves might set in but to go a, a goal up inside 8-9 minutes yeah, they'll be comfortable now, Gordon. I don't think that they've been too nervous. Yes, if they lost the first goal, you've got to look at this team coming here at Ibrox and winning 2-0 tonight. I didn't see that. I don't fancy that. And also, I fancied Rangers to score a few because they've got to come out, they'll attack. Most teams that go to Ibrox, especially in our domestic game, they sit everybody behind the ball, try and hit Rangers in the counter. This team's not doing that. They're open. They're going at Rangers. They're putting men forward. It's suited Rangers. And Rangers have just went high press, won the ball back, back to Morelis, puts it in the back of the net. It's a very comfortable night for Rangers now. I mean, Mark, like I said, if it wasn't the driving seat before, this is serious advantage to Rangers. Do the do the arithmetic if you need. If you look, look at the amount of away goals Rangers have scored already over there in Belgium, they are... Well, one foot in the next round at least. Yeah, of course. Uh, look, we all looked at the draw and we thought it, you know, it was it was kind. It could have been much worse to Rangers, but you still expected a team in Europe to to probably be a bit more 
Defensive minded Than Antwerp have been Look that's taken Nothing away from Rangers Attacking They've been Brilliant in the first leg And they've shown In the second leg They're playing with no fear Pressing high up the pitch And they've got the players Who When they win the ball back Have that cutting edge To punish teams And it's been the same domestically They're now showing it In the European stage I'm sure Stephen Gerrard Doesn't get ahead of himself 11 minutes in But Rangers fans Can now start thinking About who they might draw In the next round I really get annoyed on nights like this when UEFA have got the cheek, the barefaced cheek, to not even get in touch with us and ask if the five to six kickoff is okay. It's not good for us. We are, you know, chasing our tails a little bit at the start of the show, but that's fine. I'll take that with them at a later date. It means that I'm out of date with the team news and all the rest of it. But for anyone who is just joining us, quite a predictable team: McGregor and goal, Balogun, Goldson, Hilander, Barisic, Davis, Kamara, Aribo, the midfield, and Kent Hadji. And tonight's goal scorer Morelos up front The only surprise you might say Mark Is the three on the bench Patterson, Zungu and Bassi Three of the Covid mm. five Not only are they back available But they're involved tonight Yeah um, Stephen Gerrard um, Dealt with the other guys Very differently And maybe We touched on it last week Maybe that just suited Stephen Gerrard uh, With the players he had and, and what he wanted to do with his squad But with the players who he's put back in the bench Especially the right back position He knows he's got Balogun playing there just now If anything happens to him And he's not got another right back And he has punished Nathan Parson, Then he finds himself and the team in trouble I, I think he's made a, a Quite a smart decision To include them No doubt about it They would have been made to pay Whether that's through the pocket Or, or feeling bad Or maybe he will deal with them In a different way at the end of the season But he knows the The plight of the team is greater than punishing individuals at this minute in time uh, Surprised by the decision But uh, Mark uh, covered it really well there um, I can see the reason why He's got Balogun at right back Rangers win the ball back again uh, This will be very comfortable tonight Gordon uh, As I say we can watch something else But um, <laughs> What do you want to watch? Anything at all it's this game What is on at this time of the night? Because I, I'm always here Every night of the week I, don't, I couldn't even tell you one what? single thing that's on at this time fi- We'll find some But getting, getting back to the, the three lads And yeah I think he's looked at Balligan And obviously Tavernier's skipper's injured uh, he wants to be successful this season. He has been successful. He's got to win the league. He's going into the next sixteen. Uh, I I think like Mark, he might just look at this. Let everything settle down, and mm. do it. You know, quietly behind the scenes. But he's using the lads now because they're available. Uh, but I do think they will be punished But I'm surprised to see them on the bench Right, 0141-951-1025 If you're shouting at the TV Shout at us instead And of course, just in case you've been under a rock For the last couple of days There is quite a big story doing the rounds in Scottish football And that is that Neil Lennon is no longer the Celtic manager John Kennedy is in charge And the search is on for Neil Lennon's replacement Give us your thoughts 0141-951-1025 Dominic is a Celtic fan from Rutherglen who's going to take us away tonight. Dominic, what's your feelings on the situation? Hi, panel. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. Um, I've got two quick points to make, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one's a question about Steve Clark, the second one about John Kennedy. Yep. Um, personally, in my own opinion, I think Celtic jobs a million times bigger than the Scotland job. Would the panel think that Steve Clark would maybe see it that way if he was to get the call? Uh, me personally I, I think you would I think managers Look they, they love international football When Maybe they're at a smaller club And no disrespect to Kelly uh, With that And it's a step up But I think If you're asked to manage 
a Celtic or a, an elite club who can compete in the European stage, yeah, I would say it's it's a bigger job. The only question is, you know, Celtic need a manager for the start of pre-season. Mm. Would Steve Clark give up the Euros for that? I don't know. Or is there a compromise? Mm. I don't know. But, but I think he would take it. What do you make of that side of it, Dominic? Because you're not comparing Scotland two years ago to, to Celtic. You're, you're comparing Scotland who've got a Euros this summer. If timing was an issue, how would you see that working out? And by the way, this is us assuming that, that Celtic want him and, and he wants... I appreciate we're getting ahead of ourselves. And in, in my opinion, in, in time you're going by, and I'm talking about years going by, maybe the Scotland job would be bigger than any club football job. But in, in this day and age, I think that the attraction of day-to-day football management might attract Steve Clark away from the Scotland job. But at the same time, obviously he's got Scotland to Euros. Can they walk away from that? I don't know, but it was just to get the panel sorts of than that. Gordon, would that, then, would, what, what impact, if any, would the Euros have? Oh, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure Steve Clark would love to be in charge, Gordon. But I'm with the guys. Uh, if he did get the chance to manage Celtic, and I think Steve Clark strikes me as a day-to-day manager, mm-hmm. um, I think he would give it up to go and manage Celtic. Really? Yeah. Uh, but I don't think you can you can wait to after the Euros. I think you Celtic need planning. They need forward planning. They need forward moving. I think mm. they need to start doing it. Now, I do believe that Steve Clark, if he wanted to go to Celtic, and Celtic wanted mm-hmm. Steve Clark, let's be clear on that. I think he would give up the what, year. What would the, what would the time frame be, though, Mark? And I'm going to keep saying it. We we are acting as if this is this is happening, but we're at that stage where it's hypothetical. Could could both not be done? Could Steve Clark not just well, go to the Euros and then it would be very tight, Gordon? Now Scotland's first game, you you'll maybe tell me better. Is it the 14th of June? Perhaps Scotland's first game is Their last game uh, Did they play England on the 18th? I think their last game Maybe around the 24th of June Round about that time Well that's assuming we don't get to the final Yeah when's the final? 22nd is 22nd's the last group game But the final obviously is around the corner Okay so uh, You're looking at the the Champions League qualifying places That's the thing And the rebuild that needs to happen At Celtic Players in through the door you know, getting to know players, etc., etc., putting your stamp on the team, and then getting them ready for Champions League qualifiers. Now, if Celtic go in, I think, may serve me right. It's it's mid July. That would leave you about a month to do all that. It's incredibly tight, and that's why some Celtic fans want a manager and a director of football. And at this minute, to build up to that stage, a guy going away to the Euros, then just come back. It leaves a short time frame But I, I think it could be done I think both could be done But it'd be very tight Dominic do you ask the question Because that's your preferred choice for the job? No it's, it's my realistic choice right. I mean there's, uh, there's loads of names being flying about But I think 95% of them are unrealistic I think Steve Clark has a realistic choice But I mean he's been First man to get Scotland to Euros For how many years? What, is he willing to walk away with it Without seeing it through? Mm. And my other quick point, if I can make it, just about John Kennedy. I've I've always been dead against him getting anywhere near the Celtic job, but really he's he's, he's actually got a chance to shine. I mean, he must have learned a lot under Brendan Rodgers. Damien Dove speaks highly of him. I mean, if he could go on a good run between now and the end of the season and show some great football, because I've been watching Celtic the last few months and it's been unbearable to watch, uh, unbearable underlining and. I've got no disrespect to Lennon for what he's done for a couple of years, but it's actually unbearable to watch. And I think Kennedy, I mean, he must have learned a lot. I mean, who knows? It could actually be a wee surprise happening around. I think, I think uh, you, you 
put a good case forward for John Kennedy. Now, a lot of people might not fancy that, Gordon, um, and I totally understand that because John was part of it. Now, let's be clear here because I've heard you saying this. Oh, don't don't even say that. We don't right. even go, I know okay. what you're about to he say. He ain't a defensive <laughs> coach. It. He's a coach. So, um, <laughs> I think I think John's served his apprenticeship. He's in the he's in the, the hot seat just now. He's in the best position possible. So it's up to him between now and the end of the season mm. to put but a real claim in. Now he must have learned so much. If he's ever going to be his own man, and he wants to be a manager of a, a, a massive club like Celtic and take on this challenge, he's in the prime position to go and prove it. Dominic, Dominic, sorry, the, the parallels between the oh nine ten season and this season. Are, are unbelievable When you think of Tony Mowbray And the run he went on And round about the same time He lost his job And who came in? Neil Lennon Who was on the coaching team Tony Mowbray's coaching team And he had I don't know Maybe 9-10 games And it was on an interim basis The same as John Kennedy There was lots of people Crying out for a rebuild of the club A big name to get the job And Neil went in a run He beat Rangers in there We had a game at Celtic Park Against Rangers Neil won that one he gathered favour with the fans slowly and in the summer the club took their time and then appointed Neil Lennon as manager and he took over from that summer Can I just say quickly before I go to Mark Wilson mm-hmm. Mark, Mark, that was a season ticket holder when you played for Celtic oh. mm. Did you give up? By the, by the way it's, I, I've never it's, Lennon was in charge at one point as well I was at the game and you scored the Israel things like that it doesn't matter but I've never seen Celtic so unpleasing to watch as they have been under Lennon recently and I'm just trying to make a realistic mm-hmm. claim for the next manager and I can't see it being and I dream world be Martinez and Maloney but it's not, that's not going to happen uh, Steve Platt's realistic but will he walk away if he takes Scotland to Euros that's what I want to know Do you think we'll we'll, 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 we'll find out maybe on, on the phone but do you think that the Celtic fans would, would buy the appointment of John Kennedy now you're right everybody who's worked with him seems to speak highly of him you keep hearing that he's a good coach But Unfortunately Perception Is important And there's a perception Whether it's fair or not That he's been A key part of What's gone wrong this season Because he's on the coaching team And that, that's just the way it goes I say that might be unfair I don't know what he yeah. does But that's the perception yeah. Some and Celtic fans have Given that there's a There's a PR side to this And Celtic fans are distraught With the season And everything that came with it Would the Celtic fans by the appointment Mark, of Mark John Mark Kennedy Mark will tell you Mark's watched John Kennedy coaching Now I think The Celtic fans Will be shouting at the radio Just now They want a bigger name In John Kennedy They'll blame John Kennedy For this season As part of the coaching staff And I totally understand that But John Kennedy's never been His own man He's served his apprenticeship Gordon And he's in The, the, the best seat in the house Just now Till the end of the season So I wouldn't be surprised. Do you think there's a realistic chance? I think there's yes, one hundred percent. I think. Mark, that. do you? I don't. Um, like I love John. Got on well with him. Oh, he is an outstanding love him. Take him out for dinner once. Once this COVID's all over. Um, look, he's an outstanding coach. Daz is right. I've seen him. You've. I've heard many people. Uh, you know, top coaches speak highly of him. But I think you're right, Gordon. I think even the number of calls we've taken this, this show, this season. Um, saying that Neil Lennon's taking all the flack But what about John Kennedy He hasn't escaped criticism And I think there's too strong a feeling from the fans That the, the club needs a clear out A full fresh start And unfortunately that might mean John um, 
going elsewhere also in the summer Dominic great call to kick us off thank you very much that was Dominic in Rutherglen let's bring in John John how did you react yesterday to the news that Neil Lennon is no longer the Celtic manager uh, no surprised uh, feel sorry for the guy um, he's been a great servant for the club player as a player and manager um, but truthfully I think Neil John and Gavin Strachan should have all went at the same time uh, I don't think John Kenny's a man uh, to be manager of Celtic. Even if he some you know wins every game between now and the end of the season, beats Rangers twice, doesn't make a difference. No, um, he's been at the club a long, long time now. Um, but uh, as Mark said, Celtic fans don't want John uh, John Kennedy as a manager. They want a new a new regime coming in to take over the, the, the players and bring in. A new mark okay. on the club, you know what I mean? It's John Kennedy's not the man to do that. Mm. Uh, the same as a lot of people said, uh, Neil Lennon wasn't the man to take mm-hmm. Celtic forward. A lot of Celtic fans will think the same about John Kennedy. So they will. Um, so I don't think mm-hmm. he should be the man. I mean, Mark. Mark, you mentioned the parallels with the the Tony Mowbray into Neil Lennon transition. Is the obvious difference now? That Celtic fans have had a taste of Brendan Rodgers They've had a taste of that type of appointment And unfortunately Maybe you could, you could put it that way For whoever is next Brendan Rodgers is the benchmark Is that where the difference lies? Cel- yeah, Celtic went so high And now in my lifetime um, You know, supporting Celtic I, I, I can only remember Two such appointments And yeah. one was Martin O'Neill mm-hmm. When it needed done And the other was Brendan Rodgers Celtic fans... Th- Think the club need that kind of, you know, Hugh says it all the time, Hollywood signing to come in. <sighs> Listen, I just don't know who it is at this moment in time. Brendan Rogers was there, and he was he was gettable. But some of these managers just now, like Martinez and Maloney, is a dream combination for Celtic fans. But they're managing the number one national team in the world. It's it's. Going to take a lot to lure somebody like that So I think you're right Gordon They set their sights so high With the Brendan Rodgers appointment When it's come to a new guy coming in The Celtic fans expect the same sort of standards mm. uh, John do you have any names I appreciate we're at that stage Where we're just going to throw in Everything and anything out there Have you got anything that, that you want to add? Uh, I know Stevie Clark's been mentioned But um, I do remember a while back I think it was either just before he left Kilmarnock or just after it um, that he, he did say that he wouldn't take an old firm job um, because he wouldn't put, want to put his family through mm. that kind of carry on with the sectarianism uh, that goes with the job that was his words Yeah uh, I, I remember those comments um, but they were very strong comments at the time whether that would be reflected if a concrete job offer is there or I don't know I mean only Stevie Clark could could answer that I th- one I think if Celtic asked to speak to Stevie Clark He would go down Speak to them I think Stevie Clark would be very interested mm. In taking Celtic job Gordon Paul on Twitter says I believe Stevie Clark is not the right fit Celtic need an attacking style coach With forward thinking football Clark organisation great But hardly entertaining Thank you to John on the line Rangers comfortable Gordon? Ah uh, yes very much so uh, I think it'll be a case tonight How many they've got to score Gordon If they can get through this Which they will do Without any injuries and you know, get a good draw in the next sixteen. They'll have a really positive night. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Perfect time to get your call in. We could be speaking to you next. 
You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Rangers have conceded It's Rangers 1 Antwerp 1 And it's Refalov Scored last week And he's back on the score sheet again Level on the night Rangers with a 5-4 Aggregate lead And a superior number Of away goals Rangers will pick Their own faults I'm sure Gordon But from an Antwerp perspective It's a very good goal Yeah from the wayside It's a terrific goal Gordon Great playing The, the left hand side uh, Turns Balligan Inside out Squares the ball And The lad's standing there um, Got the full Six yard box to sell And it's a good finish Side foot uh, Well the outside of his foot He just guides it Into the corner Stephen Gerrard will be Really disappointed But a terrific goal From Antwerp I've got to say But mm. that shows you The um, You know The fact that When you come up Against good players Balligan is a Very very good player He's not a right back He get turned Inside out there It, Ter- does, sh- it does show you that what teams at this level of Europe can do to you, Mark? Because Rangers are actually looked pretty comfortable within the game. Yeah. It looked like this was only going to go one way, and all of a sudden, bang! Yeah, they've got um, quality in the final third of the pitch. European teams, and they will punish you uh, if you lack anything. And it just highlights the problem of playing a centre half at right back. I get that Balogun's played there before, but he's used to playing in a central area. And it was all too easy in the wide area and Rangers were punished for it. Now what they don't want to do is concede another very soon after because things might get a bit nervy. Thank goodness we didn't switch over. (laughs) Uh, So Rangers level on the night still ahead on aggregate. If you've got any thoughts on that game, get them in. The big story that's dominating Scottish football just now and will continue to do so, I've no doubt, is Celtic search for a new manager. The news yesterday that Neil Lennon is no longer the Celtic boss. I I must ask you as well. Obviously on a big day like that The big television companies Pull out all the big hitters Did you see him on the telly? With his lockdown hairdo Who Wilson? Did you not see him? No what was He wouldn't all, pay for his subscription All, the, le- all, all the legends well, were getting wheeled out to, well, to give their thoughts on TV And obviously you know Face for radio etc And he's, well, he's needed well, a bit of a trim on Alba? No, it was it was one it was one of the big it was the big satellite stations. And yeah. um you know, yeah. Yeah. He, he does seem to get a little bit no, of did you people see asking his see opinion. Him, you know what I mean? I, I can't thought you'd have choked in your cornflakes when you saw it. No, I didn't see it. Interesting no. though, after a lot of focus on his jacket selection at the weekend when that photo appeared of him wearing the white Helly Hansen <laughs> on an yeah. Indian takeaway menu. I'll explain that in a minute. <laughs> Uh, you went for a more conservative coat option And someone tweeted in to say that they felt That that coat was mushroom in colour <laughs> which, was, which was quite is that, is that how you would describe it? it, it, was it a mushroom? I, I would no, say it was I, quite I, a mushroom colour No, it was, it was grey It was grey Gordon, mm. a designer mate But I, I did phone Grey, brown, uh, mushroomy It was uh, It just shows you this show goes far and wide I phoned Paddy McCourt the day Just having a wee chat with him And he says What are you doing Cutting about With Haley Hansen jackets on <laughs> I said How did you see that He says People have been tweeting about it For the last three days So ah, yeah, if you Haley Hansen if, It's retired now if, if you somehow missed this At the weekend Aaron tweeted me in To say that he was In his local Indian takeaway The, the Bombay <laughs> Dreams And Mark Wilson was in, was, was in the menu A picture of his face A famous face Endorsing the restaurant and the menu uh, And he was wearing a white Helly Hansen jacket There's more to this story I've been digging a little bit deeper right? Oh, oh yes How can there be more to this? Exactly So Aaron has got in touch now With a picture of the full menu So a bit of context right So you're rubbing shoulders With some absolute A-listers On this menu Is the following How's this for a dinner party right The following for Mark Wilson Alongside Michelle McManus 
<laughs> alongside, that's a match. Alongside Billy Reed, former oh, Hamilton boss, yes, uh, Brighton assistant, and making up the the foursome, Eric Bristol, <laughs> Dallas player. <laughs> <laughs> Come down so, to me that is Honestly What's for? So that, that is the page On the Indian restaurant menu You for Wilson wow. Billy Reed, Michelle McManus And Eric Bristol Oh that's magic And funnily enough You know what Michelle McManus went to my school There you oh, go Oh there you go You must aye. be locals That's a good shout Maybe on Saturday We'll, we'll do Get a, Michelle on No we'll, we'll ask for your favourite Come dine with me combinations <laughs> uh, On the back of that for. Yeah Honestly Twitter never lets you down Right let's go back to the phones Enough of that nonsense Let's bring in John Who's a Celtic fan John I'm sure you Like everyone Have been All across this Neil Lennon story What's your take on it? Uh, hi guys Hi Mark Hi, hi uh, Gordon and Gordon um, To be honest with you Yes Well All the Celtic fans We all appreciate What Neil did As a player And as a manager Both times um, My only Wish Really and it comes to the end. I know a lot of guys have mentioned it, a lot of pundits have mentioned it. I just wish he'd done it sooner. So he might have actually had a challenge to Rangers this year. Instead of basically doing it new, when it's done, it's over. It's okay, John Kennedy's going to take it to the end of the season. I just, like I say, I just wish he'd done it sooner. So I don't mean after the Ross County game, the first one, we get beat at him, or I don't mean after the. Ferris Varos Tobacco And everything else That went away Had he just done it A wee bit sooner We might have actually Had a challenge Because basically Albeit um, Celtic have been terrible And Rangers have been good But we've basically Handed them the title Without them doing anything Even if Rangers Have had a shocker a year We've still handed them The title And I was just Wanting your points on that And then I was going to Give you another one Hold on Do that first John, John, when were you thinking that sooner? August? Big. I don't know, Gordon, to be honest with you, because, okay, you could go back to the first Varos, but that was really at the start of the season. We didn't know what was going to happen. Probably, I would have actually, if I was going to put a, a sort of fine point on it, I would have probably said after the Ross County League Cup result. Mm. Should have went then, because that's when all the fans were in there. All the, that's when all the protests started and everything else went away. He should have just went in and we could have started again, brought somebody in, we'd get their feet under the table, like everybody's mentioned, and somebody who could have put in a chance for the end of the season. But at least we'd have been in position to go for next season. I'm interested in this notion, John, that you've handed Rangers the title and, and they've done nothing. They've not even lost a single game. Joe, oh, they're, they're I, really that's not what I'm saying, down. Gordon. I'm you not saying that. that. That's exactly what you said. I'm not saying that we. Uh, no, I'm saying well. I what I'm saying is Rangers have played well. Mm-hmm. I, I know that. I'm not disputing that. But what I'm saying is the fact that Celtic have been so bad, they've handed them the, they've made it even easier for them. That's what I mean. Well, that's very different from handed. You know, handed or made it easier. Yes, Gordon. Both yeah. both are true for the avoidance of doubt. Celtic have had a poor season. Rangers have had a brilliant season. That's what's made it. But surely, surely the players must take a bit of responsibility as much as Neil Lennon. Now it's okay to say, well, if we'd have had a new manager in, then we'd have probably could have won ten in a row. It'd have been tighter or whatever. I think that you take away the the fact mm. this year, and you said it, Gordon. Rangers have been exceptional. Right, they've been very, so Celtic would need to have been really at the top of their game every single week to keep up. And and when I look at the players, 
And I've looked at their performances I don't think the players had that in them Because mm. I thought the recruitment was poor I thought some of the, the performances I thought a lot of players chucked it at times So as much as Neil Lennon is the main man He's taking the responsibility Cost him his job mm. I think Celtic players got away lightly Yeah John it sounds like you're giving quite a lot of the blame to Neil Lennon Now he was the manager He'll have to take some of the blame But you seem to be suggesting that Just by simply changing the manager That 18 point gap or whatever it is Could have been you know, could have been made up. Was Neil Lennon that bad? Surely there's more to it. You're right. You're right. Yes, it's Neil Lennon picks, uh, picks the team, and obviously when the players cross that white line, it's up to them. But it's not just a case of picking the team, though. It's even tactics, making substitutions at the right times and stuff like that. He, he always left it too late, or he would start a game with a midfielder playing up front with two strikers sitting on the bench. What's the point in that? That's what I meant by that, just mm-hmm. tactics. Or it's, I know it's not just Neil Lennon. There's more to it than that. But Neil Lennon's the man. He's the, he's the manager. He's the man in charge. He's the, makes his, the one who makes the decisions on the players that cross that white line. Look, I think John makes a point that a lot of Celtic fans would would be thinking about just now. Why Why is it this week? You know, 1-0 away to Ross County when the league is finished anyway, let's be honest. Why was it this week that the, the manager chose to go Or they came to some agreement to go When there was much worse results Or there was a much worse run of results um, You know Getting beat at home to Rangers Then if you remember that period They went through from probably October to December Fans outside the ground That was probably the pinnacle That was probably the height of the anger Of the Celtic fans and the worst run And it didn't happen then And Neil was, Neil was up for fighting it through And I said at the time that I I thought it was Peter Lawwell or Dermot Desmond's job to make that decision. So why did they let it run? Who knows? It might have been different. It may have been the same because it's the same players. But you can only judge what's happened now. And the Celtic fans seen Neil staying and it's the gap is 18 points. Who knows what it may have been. But it's a mystery. Why, why is it this week mm. after Ross County? All right. Thank you very much to John in the East End. 01419511025. Joe is a Rangers fan from Paisley, but he's got some some keen thoughts on this situation. Hi, Joe. Hi, guys. It's been a while since I've spoke to you. Good to speak to you. Uh, my point is, why did he go there now? Is uh, because the fact that he knows that he has to. Shake Mr. Gerard's hand, the wonderful Mr. Gerard's hand, and say, Well done, you've won the title. And he's not had the, the thing between your legs, you know what I mean, to, to stay and do it. I'm just getting back in my van there. Uh, <laughs> All right, don't let us disturb you. Watch that thing between your legs. That, 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 I've got another point as well. <laughs> Hold on, let's deal with that one first. So, Neil Lennon has left because he doesn't want to shake Stephen Gerard's hand. Ah, he's not. He's not the, the what you call. I've not, I can't see it on the radio. No, no, it's not. It's not that I don't know what bit of the body you're talking about. I'm, I'm questioning if you can maybe add a bit more to that. How how do you know that? What what is leading you to that conclusion? I mean, Stephen Gerrard yesterday uh, yesterday was it was talking about sitting down for a pint with Neil Lennon at some point in the future. So you think the the, the prospect of shaking Stephen Gerrard's hand is what tipped Neil Lennon over the edge? Why? Well, because thousands of years of running sees we smug face, that mean? You're getting be gutted, that mean? When Gerard smiles in his face and says, basically, that's it, we've done you, that mean? And he'll not like it. Obviously, he's left Brunty Day, that mean? Which will be even funny as well, that mean? 
I don't think he would like it, Mark Wilson, but whether it's enough to make him walk away from, from the job, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I, <laughs> I think Neil Lennon's got, um, had a lot more worries on his plate and a lot to, more to deal with than, than worrying about shaking Stephen Gerrard's hands in three weeks' time. Um, like, no doubt. It, and by uh, the way, you can't shake hands just now. It would need to be one of yeah, those awkward wee elbow, nah, elbow nah. bumps. No, nah, I, don't, I don't think that's the reason. But look, uh, Joe made the point is why is that now? Like, I'm the same. A lot of Celtic fans are the same. To be what, fair, though, it? I don't think Joe's genuinely same... curious as to why it's now. I think <laughs> he was just quite keen to get Joe. that wee, yeah. wee dig in. Yeah, no. well, it is. A, I mean, but I don't think that was the reason that he's, he's left just now, that's for sure. Joe, I mean, I'm sure the Celtic fans listening might say that's a bit disrespectful to Neil Lennon. Is that, do you think that's the type of, really the type of thing that would make him walk away from a job? Yeah, listen, the last time I came on here, the Celtic fans gave me dog abuse after referring Varos game on your Twitter because I say that they were an embarrassment. Uh, nay, tactics, he's nothing. And look at it now. Months later, what they saying? They're an embarrassment. So I was right before they were. Yeah, you, know what I mean? you don't happen to have the, the lottery numbers for this weekend, do you? Mm. I do, but I'm putting on to myself. Quite right. It's 180 million. You know what I mean, I need it. I'm never using it. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't be so sure about that. Thank you to Joe in Paisley. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Um, approaching half time between Rangers and Antwerp, so I'll get you a half time report from Ibrooks next. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson are here taking your calls, lots of them about Celtic's managerial vacancy. But it's half time in the big game at Ibrooks. Let's get the story of the opening forty five with Andrew McLean. Rangers won, Antwerp won the half-time score at Ibrox. Steven Gerrard's men will probably be kicking themselves that they're not ahead on the night after dominating most of the game so far. They threatened in the early stages. Good build-up play between Morelos and Kamara before Ryan Kent got involved. He could only drag his shot wide, though, a few minutes later, and Kent had a left-footed shot tipped just wide by the Antwerp goalkeeper. But then nine minutes in, they got the opener. It was good pressing by Rangers out on the right-hand side. Ryan Kent anticipated a back pass and won the ball back just inside the Antwerp box. He cut it back for Alfredo Morelos and it was a calm finish from him to make it 1-0. Rangers continued to cause problems. Yanis Hadji with a powerful strike beaten away 27 minutes in but Antwerp then started to get into it a wee bit. Aurelio Buta was left free at the back post. He could only volley, uh, volley wide but Antwerp were soon level. Jordan Lukaku getting past Leon Balogun on the left. He found Leo Rafalov, who flicked the ball into the back of the net past Alan McGregor for 1-0. Then an interesting moment at the end as well. Rangers were on a good attack and with an Antwerp defender pulling up with a hamstring injury, Alfredo Morelos showed good sportsmanship by actually putting the ball out of play instead of continuing on and trying to score. But Rangers still ahead 5-4 on aggregate, but the score on the night is Rangers 1, Antwerp 1. What do you make of the first half, Gordon? Yeah, I thought Rangers got off to the perfect start, Gordon, and uh, they were looking comfortable. Antwerp getting that good goal, and you've got to say from their point of view, it was a very good goal. Well worked down the left-hand side and a good finish. Um, you know, Stephen Gerrard will be disappointed with the goals he's lost in this these two legs, you know, especially uh, three away from mm-hmm. home and then one tonight. He'll be saying to his team... We need another one just to make this very comfortable. If they do lose one, it gives the away team a bit of confidence. But I still see Rangers comfortably through. Interesting second half, Mark, because clearly Rangers have done enough in an attacking sense to believe that they can do more of it. But they've probably seen that 
maybe Antwerp will come out and, and go for you know sort of target Leon Balogun side a little bit. That's yeah. where they got their joy. So a lot still still football to be played. Uh, yeah, there is. I, I thought after the first few minutes that was game set and match. Daz wanted to turn it over, but Rangers no doubt started the better side. <laughs> could have scored a, a couple, and then when they did take the lead, they looked comfortable. But then it just got a wee bit slack. They started to let. Antwerp in They get the goal They concede another chance Right after the goal Where McGregor spills it And had that gone in Then you're looking at A different game So Rangers Just need to be careful But And with Daz I think Half times came at the right time Steven Gerrard Will have a word with him And they'll look to kill off This tie early into the second half And what about Alfredo Morelos Channeling his inner Paulo Di Canio Yeah At the end They're through on goal Stopping Because an Antwerp player Had a What looked like a hamstring injury And Romelu Lukaku has already tweeted about it He says fair play to Morelos from Glasgow Rangers ah, Throwing goal and stopping Love that the injury Daz winner. would have done the same would they have not? Not a chance you would ever have done that would you? <laughs> uh, honestly no I wouldn't have not <laughs> nah, um, You've got to try and score I'll tell you what If Rangers somehow lose by the odd goal mark Does this, <laughs> does this, does this feel very <laughs> oh, different? Uh, of come, course yeah. Come 8 o'clock tonight All the Rangers fans are sitting there applauding it Going to win the, the FIFA Fair Play Award But if they go out <laughs> <laughs> Morelos will be hung out to dry yeah, we yeah. Can, It's good to see it at this point We can admit that much yeah Very, You, you can't argue with oh, that Oh listen a round of applause for the boy Well done to him uh, Fantastic And people uh, Recognise What he's actually done there tonight So well done to him He's got it look. You'd never have done it That's the I important thing I would never thing. have done it No Selfish I'm Honest yeah. I know Yep don't mind that 01419511025 On the phones At SSB On Twitter Let's bring in Thomas and Darnley And see what he's got on his mind With regards Celtic's managerial position Hi Thomas How you doing uh, yeah, good, uh, good evening Paul oh. uh, I was just uh, Well I was just uh, Obviously I, I never wanted like, uh, Neil Lennon to fail in the first place, you know, mm. I wanted uh, Neil to be a success at Celtic, but I just felt as if, uh, see, the, the, the Celtic Rangers game at Flatkeds, when we never had a shot and goal in 94 minutes of football, I think the, the writing was on the wall for, for Neil then, basically, you know, I, I just thought the, the team were terrible to watch, and I just, obviously, Neil's left now, and obviously uh, uh, John Kennedy's kind of taken over, to the end of the season probably but I just uh, uh, obviously I think the Celtic board need to get the Celtic fans back on board basically and, and, and my, well in my opinion I think Henry Larson would be the perfect fit for the job uh, I don't know what the panel think about that perfect fit name wise <laughs> absolutely no doubt the name doesn't come mm. any better than that Mark does he have the managerial credentials uh, well, of course, he's he's never really been a success as a manager uh, outright. I mean, was he linked by? Was at Southend a couple of years ago, and then he's found himself at Barcelona. Now that is the elite level coaching, the, of course, uh, yeah. coaching the top level. His interaction with some of the best players in the world, you know, can't be ignored. And 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 some of the things he would pick up from from Cumin there can't be ignored. I think the Celtic fans. Would go for that I think it would tick boxes A guy A coach coming from Barcelona A hero I think they would like to see him on the touchline um, But You know It's a big It's a big job I, I see the Celtic fans splitting this Someone a big name A huge name That The Brendan Rogers calibre Someone A connection To Celtic Someone A, a young manager Who's succeeded in Europe Well, well, so, well Stephen Gennard took over the Rangers And he was only the under-18 uh, uh, coach at uh, Liverpool and he's come in and he's made Rangers a, a success obviously Rangers have been the best team in Scotland 
the whole year and congratulations to Rangers for, for winning the league because they've been the best team in Scotland the whole year but uh, he, Henrik said basically more experience than Steven Gerrard you know because he's kind of managed like Helsing balls and all the rest of it so I think uh, in my opinion if if Henrik was to come in with, with the likes of you and me I'll be beside him uh, and obviously the two of them know Scottish football inside out and all the rest I think it would be a perfect fit Why not Why not go for Scott Brown then? Surely he's, he, surely he's in the same mould as Henrik Larson. Perfect fit. No Scottish Scott, football Scott, inside it. No the club Brown. inside it. Yeah. Scott Brown. No, no. Why not? No, 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 no chance. Scott Brown. No. Well, you've, you've went no, for you Henrik. You've went for Henrik Larson because of the same thing. Because of the name. Because he was a. He's been a manager. Didn't do very well. He's a. He's a bit right, of a mixed on. bag, but yeah, clearly but, not. Yeah, a... but okay. He's a, he's now learning his coaching skills. I'm not saying mm. Gordon. I'm not saying because I watched uh, Solskjaer at Cardiff. And was very poor as a manager and walked into Manchester United. So I'm not saying that it's not possible, but but what what uh, Thomas is saying is he's putting Henrik Larson there uh, because his name and and what he is to the Celtic fans. So that's why you you can throw in guys like well why not Scott Brown? He's but going, hold on, Henrik Larson's slightly different, is he not? He's he's sitting as a coach at Barcelona just now. It's Scott uh, Brown's a player who ah, has had no player, he's doing his code I'm not Mark I'm not saying that. I, I don't think Scott I, Brown I will ever be the manager I don't think Henrik Larson will be the manager of Celtic let me see well, so, he already knocked the, 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 the job back because he, he didn't think he was ready for it so I, I don't know if we can see Scott Brown and Henrik Larson in the same breath there but, uh, why would Scott Brown after the season that Celtic have I've had Because right. you're putting Henrik Larson's name down As a credential Because he's walked in And beca- become a, a coach In Barcelona he, he, no. he's, he tried management And didn't do Particularly well As I recall uh, now, I'm not saying I'm not saying What does Steven Gerrard do? We're talking about Henrik Larson here uh, What I'm saying is I'm not dismissing The fact that Henrik Larson Could pitch up But what you're doing is you're saying Henrik Larson because if you look at his track record as a manager just now, it doesn't stack up. The, the Gerard comparison is an interesting one, Mark, because three years ago, four years ago, had we been having any debate about a manager taking over at Celtic or Rangers, most people would have agreed it cannot be a rookie, right? It, it, or it certainly can't be a rookie that's never been here before. I, you know, it was Neil Lennon's first managerial job and so on, but. But has he changed things? I, that's not to say they'll all work out like that. Of course they won't. But has presumably Steven Gerrard goes on to win the league this season? Been pretty good in Europe, very good in Europe. Has that has that opened their eyes collectively a little I bit? D- I don't think so, Gordon. No, uh, I must be honest. Remember the mess Rangers were in when Steven Gerrard took over. The full club had been a mess for years. They hadn't won a title. And when did Steven Gerrard take over? Seven years or eight years? They hadn't won a title. Um, he was a huge name He attracted global interest And that's exactly what Rangers needed at that point To drag them out the doldrums And he came and he said the right things uh, But bear in mind Steven Gerrard to this point Has still never won a trophy yeah, He's going though That's no, the thing no, no, right He's going Fast forward a month Listen, and he will I know, this, so. I know this But You're talking to Celtic fans And saying If uh, if somebody comes in And he's a young rookie manager He might take two or three years to win a trophy mm. Will you take it? I bet you Celtic fans no, would say no thank you But you've just said it yourself Where were Rangers They are three year wait for a trophy You've got that. You've now got that down as 
a black mark against Steven Gerrard when you're acknowledging that actually the real reason is just because they were miles behind to begin with. But some would argue Celtic are miles behind. Celtic need a full revamp. So you can't bring a rookie manager in, surely, when you've got a new chief exec coming in, you need a new director of football, and you've got a rookie manager, as well as potentially 12 players. It's a bigger turnaround. The problem is, right, there's a lot of unanswered questions because how do we know that depending who the director of football is and what that role and what that relationship looks like, it might actually be more of a a head coach type and, and it might suit a younger... A rookie couple, manager Listen I think it I think it will be Along the lines Of a head coach What I don't think It will be Is someone Out an academy Or someone out A reserve mm. team Somewhere down south I think it will need To be somebody Who's actually Experienced managing It's an interesting one Thomas You've got them going Thank you to Thomas In Darnley Interesting change For Rangers At the break Leon Balogun Is going off And Nathan Patterson Is coming on <laughs> Lots of debate About his Rangers future In the last couple of weeks He's coming on For the second half Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish football. Love Thursday night's Beat the Pundit. One of the highlights of the week. If you want involved, if you want to be the contestant, the victim, whatever it will be, 0141-951-1025. And you need to get the call in before seven o'clock. Your chance to take on Wilson or DL and beat the pundit is next. Tackle the headlines. 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here 0141-951-1025 We've got a big game underway It's now Rangers 2, Antwerp 1 And never let it be said that there is any shortage of stories in Scottish football We cannot promise you the quality all the time But my goodness the stories are there Nathan Patterson One of the Covid five Does he have a Rangers future After breaching Covid guidelines Eyebrows raised Back in the squad tonight Put on at half time 46 minutes on the clock One minute on the pitch Goal for Nathan Patterson Mark Wilson Oh you couldn't write it I mean if you told us a week ago In the second leg of this tie Nathan Patterson would score the goal That probably wraps up the tie Then you would have been laughed out of here But he's been put on at half time And what a goal it was Straight from kick off You know played back to the centre half Into Kamara And then Nathan Patterson's running away data Brilliantly picked out And what a finish it is Because it's at a tight angle And he tucks it away well Uh, I mean what a rollercoaster week that young man's had I think it's only his 7th Rangers appearance Gordon And it's his first goal And he looks confident He's now trying to get to the byline We took calls from Rangers fans really Who were the ones who were mainly questioning his future at the club Fans always Mm. feel a bit more emotional about these things And some were saying you know, Never let any of them play for the club again (laughs) Steven Gerrard Clearly accepted the apology That the three of them gave yesterday Enough to get him in the squad tonight Enough to put him on at half time And you could tell That there was something extra In his celebration Because it's an empty stadium Right so that The celebrations don't tend to be Quite as as vociferous But you could almost see The look in his face As if to say <laughs> Weight off the shoulder Gordon he's running about Like he's got Duracell batteries in Our batteries are available As Morellis comes through here <laughs> Um, <laughs> are batteries that available like, What was our batteries Do you know I don't um, But you've got to say He's probably had the worst 10 days Of his life The boy Thinking Will I ever get another opportunity To show the manager And He gets put on substitute Best moment One, of his career Unbelievable he, uh, That yeah. is Incredible for him Absolutely well, incredible But You've got to say And Rangers fans Will probably say it for me Stephen Gerrard 
he's called it a hundred percent right for them. What other makes of battery are out there? I'm trying to think. I'm hoping somebody texts me very quick. <laughs> that's one. Dur- of, Duracells are very good. That's one of the questions on Beat the Pundit, by <laughs> well, the way. <laughs> Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. TheScottishSun.co.uk/slash/football. Right, enough about that big game. We've got a big game of our own here because last week we had a. A clean sweep for the pundits How's it looking this week Producer Callum Remind me Is it still on right Somebody out there Has to win tonight or tomorrow We cannot have two clean sweeps in a row That is unthinkable Frank in Springburn Are you the man To end this run the pundits are on Well I've ended it before uh, Beating uh, the snakey tube You've beaten him before have you Yeah I beat him twice Right okay That's interesting I mean He's on great form just now Lockdown's done him wonders He's on really good form But he is he has his moments as well in the past so I wonder how you two uh, will stack up heads it will be Mark Wilson and tails it will be Gordon DL <laughs> tails obviously Gordon DL up against Mark Wilson producer Callum tells me I have actually managed a couple of heads recently so I'm I'm, I'm, I'm learning I'm, I'm trying to get out of it but it was tails again somehow so Gordon DL I'll give you some Clyde 2 to listen to does that suit you Frank by the way I'm not in place oh, I think those will do me That's fine Yeah He didn't even hear that did he I can tell Because <laughs> he's not so. reacted properly Yeah you well hear that, said no? Frank Yeah I heard Frank Yeah. What did he say uh, uh, He said that I'll do him fine I bet he called you something What did he call me Big nose I knew you didn't hear it Oh did he Well I want to hear What I'm going to call him It rhymes with um, <laughs> it Rhymes with what <laughs> Oh rhymes with Frank right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's, let's give God, God, You don't You have you seen What I look like <laughs> That's exactly you it You don't know what I look like Do you know the thing is Frankie can't even hear you anymore Because I've switched him over Right 30 seconds on the clock You're up against uh, The big nose And the only thing you need to know Is that you can pass Are you ready? Good on you go Good man Your time starts now In what year were Rangers Last in the UEFA Cup final? 2008 Kelty Hearts are based in which Fife village? Kirkcaldy Which American side Has Stuart Finlay Signed for Pass Who scored Scotland's Only goal in the Euro 2004 playoff Against the Netherlands James McFadden Name either club team That Pelly played for Uh, Can't remember Pass Okay let's bring Gordon back Gordon can you hear us Yeah I can Same set of questions To you Yeah Oh, hold on, the Rangers going to score again Morelos is into the box Squares it across And yeah. they do And it's Ryan Kent And surely that will be that 7-4 on aggregate 3-1 on the night We'll tell you more about that goal in a second Let's play Beat the Pundit for Gordon Ready? Yeah In what year were Rangers last in the UEFA Cup final? Uh, 2006 Kelty Hearts are based in which Fife village? Uh, Kelty <laughs> Which American side has Stuart Finlay signed for? Stuart Finn Pass. Who scored Scotland's only goal in the Euro 2004 playoff against the Netherlands? 2004? Uh, Lambert. Name either club team that Pele played for. Santos. Stephen McManus has played for Celtic and which other Scottish club Motherwell. team? Motherwell. And name either Australian in the current Hib squad quickly. Uh, Australian? Pass. Right, okay. Frank, how do you think that went? Probably a draw. Let's find out First one In what year were Rangers Last in the UEFA Cup Final 2008 <laughs> Frank got it Oh it's Frank One nil in Frank um, bit, bit of a <laughs> Sneaky one Kelty Hearts are based In which Fife Village It's Kelty Frank said Kirkcaldy So it's uh, Gordon oh, Dale gets the points but he's, he's a legend Up in those parts I didn't know, know Robert 
I didn't know there was a place called Kelty. You do know. Clue was in the name, I guess, but it was a tricky one. Which American side has Stuart Finlay signed for? Mark Wilson? Kelly to Philly. Philadelphia. Union, Philadelphia Union, yeah. We wish him well. He's been on the show before. Uh, So it's one all at the moment. Um, Who scored Scotland's only goal in the Euro 2004 playoffs against the Netherlands? James McFadden. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what? That wasn't. That was nowhere near as bad as I thought it was going to be because I thought he was going to go for someone that retired 40 years before. Frank Uh, got that. I was going to get Archie Gamble. Frank got it 2 1 to Frank. Name either club team that Pele played for. He had the choice of Santos or New York Cosmos. You went for Santos, you got it. Frank didn't. So your level. I hate a tiebreaker if this goes. Stephen McManus has played for Celtic. And which other Scottish side? It is Motherwell. Gordon Deal got it. Frank didn't get that far, so Gordon's picked him at the post. Frank the Tank! (laughs) Oh, yeah, come on and beat Specky Tube twice, but you didn't beat the Dazzler Big Nose, did you, Frank the Tank? Yeah, please hear about that now. No, No, exactly, son. Frank sounds like he's going to come up here at 8 o'clock and bust you in the car park. I am delighted in putting you away. Unbelievable. Try again sometime. Oh, it depends the questions, mate. It is, Frank. It was a good game, unlucky, mate. But I'll tell you what, Kelty's a nice wee place. Frank, thank you very much. <laughs> that was Frank in Springborn. Rangers have conceded now that what a game this is. As if last week wasn't good enough. Um, defensive mix up Connor Goldson and Alan McGregor colliding, uh, and it allows Antwerpen just to roll the ball into an empty net. Still, Rangers by far the favourites. To go through But what is it with these two sides Mark oh, yeah. High drama um, With a, a good bit of madness And calamity but Thrown in there as we've well We've never had a, a busier start To beat the pundit Than we'd, we've had watching this game but Three goals during Beat the uh, pundit yeah, That is a new unbelievable. record Unbelievable Well first and foremost the, the Rangers goal Was Was another Great Team goal If you like Can't you had you on the half Turn halfway line To Morelos Great skill and pace From Morelos Hits up one side Of the centre half Gets at the other And then squares it to Kent Who makes a great run finish uh, The goal they concede though Mix up between Goldson And McGregor And it just You know Keeps the tie <sighs> No I, I, I Rangers still firmly in control <laughs> But tie what? Well, he, like, he was about to say alive <laughs> And then he realised uh, Yeah but You would still you would still rather have not conceded that goal, Daz, and been more comfortable and maybe used a few more subs. Rangers just, uh, you know, a calamitous goal. Well, to, to be, to to be fair, right, to be fair, as much as Rangers are in control, mm-hmm. Antwerp, is it ridiculous to suggest that they've got two goals in them? Uh, which would level the tie off completely? Yeah. yeah. You? Yes. If, well, if listen, hold on, don't, don't hold on get... a second. I'm, I don't think it's going to happen. No, as no, such, I know what you're saying. That's, that's not an outrageous thought no. looking, looking at the, the ease at which they've uh, scored two of their what goals. What I will say is, I think there's another couple of goals in it, but I think Rangers will definitely score. I've got to say, see, as much as we give Rangers all the pats in the back about their defensive displays, mm. and quite rightly so, I think against Antwerp, <laughs> their defence home and away. Some the, the the five goals have lost. Steven Gerrard could pick holes in every one. Uh, he'll be very disappointed, but I still think, obviously, like everyone else, seven five, entertaining game. Enter, I was and beat the pundit as well. What more can you get in a show? Ah. Three goals, <laughs> dazzler beating Frank the Tank. <laughs> oh, it just it, it says he's to me, it amaze me this game. 
<laughs> oh, what a 13 minutes of it Since the news <laughs> I, I like You ever follow old firm facts on Twitter yeah. Consistently yeah, yeah. pretty funny um, Back to Nathan Patterson's house tonight For a celebration That's going to be the good. idea isn't it Right okay 01419511025 Very exciting game at Ibrox We'll keep you up to speed on that But Thomas is in Paisley With some thoughts on the Celtic manager Thomas take it away Hi boys how you doing Good um, so just kind of thinking about obviously this season's over as far as Celtic's concerned. You know we could win ten nil every game from now to the end of the season, but if Rangers don't drop the points, it's just too late. We basically need them to you know drop their points. We need to win the two games in hand, and they need to lose at least three games, and that's just to be level. So as Celtic as a club, we can just write this season off, right? And it's time to start looking forward to the rebuild, but. My main concern is a lot of the names that are getting bounced about for the management role. You know, you're, you're talking about Martin O'Neill's name's been mentioned a couple of times, Henrik Larson, um, and even, you know, the whole prospect of John Kennedy actually getting the role as well. And I think it's just misguided and we need to stop looking in the past. And uh, Thomas, please don't forget last night's shouts of Xavi, Iniesta and Brendan Rodgers. Please don't leave them off your list. <laughs> I won't, definitely not. <laughs> Rogers off any list to be honest <laughs> as far as I'm concerned he's done but I think that the main concern I've got with this is you know people are looking at the past but we're going to start repeating the same mistake over and over and over again yes Lennon was great to get us to the end of the season after you know the whole Rogers fiasco but as soon as he was offered that job I immediately knew that that was the season gone and that you know it was going to be an uphill struggle and when you're talking about the likes of John Kennedy possibly getting the job as well, I think we're just repeating the same pattern over and over. I mean, to kind of try and break that habit for wanting to move forward. How do you do that then? I mean, you know, look, you know, you've got your big names that are being mentioned. You know, you've got your Eddie Howe, you've got your Arthur, you've got your Iniesta, you've got your, I mean, even left field, you're talking Michael O'Neill as well. But that, you know, you need to stop repeating what, what we've been doing, and we need to stop. We need to start listening to the fans a lot more as well. You know. The, the support has been crying out for a change since the very, very beginning. You know, first two months into, into Lennon taking charge, we were crying out and saying, you know, this isn't working, we're going to need to switch it up. Even up to December, Lennon was saying, you know, if I'd, if, if I'd not done it around, I'm quite happy to hold my hands up, take responsibility and leave. And now look at him, he's left it far too late, the board have left it far too late. And, you know, with, with the names that are coming up, I'm, I'm just concerned that we are just going to, you know, fall back into that pattern and next season not going to be any better. Fair enough. That said, though, right, the obvious success is Brendan Rodgers. If, if you were going to try and replicate a process, it, it would be that one because it was it was the ultimate success rate at Celtic have had recently. It was a success story, no, no doubt about it, but... So if that's the I mean, case then is that, uh, I would, You're talking I would about learning going, from the past Are you not going for that kind of marquee I, I, I think I think what, I think think what the big lesson that we need to learn is Stop going back and digging in the same trench mm. Stop going back into the same pool it's, it's, it's a formula that we've tried And it's not working for us If you're talking about a rebuild you know, You're getting a new board of football uh, A new head of football And you've, you know, you've got your new director coming in A new manager coming in It needs to be a total overhaul So we don't face the same problems that we faced this season Mark? Well, when Thomas is saying about we need to stop going to the same trench again, I mean, in my memory, the only one that's happened with is Neil Lennon, where, you know, it was a necessity to get someone in quick to finish the season. And to be fair to Neil, like, he won trophies after that. You know, it's, this season, yes, has been a disaster. In terms of 
you know, breaking them out. I'm wondering where Thomas or what names then Thomas is is thinking. I, I get what he's saying because I, I hear Celtic fans saying this that they want a whole a, a new approach to it. You know, and that's why I touched on earlier. Some Celtic fans want this, you know, new, younger, stylish coach who looks good on the touchline as well as can coach and attract big players. Now they're they're hard to find. So so who's out there that, mm. that you would take? Thomas, given that this season is done by your mind and in and, and most people's minds, would you I'm trying to word this in a carefully because I'm sure you, you you d- the prospect of losing the league next season Obviously doesn't appeal to you right But Is the slate now clean to an extent Where 10 is gone That that cl- that thing that's hanging over the club That's gone And Should Celtic be looking at a-, a project manager Someone who can really build up And maintain a sustained period of success Rather than just going all out To win the league back off Rangers next season The turnaround that needs to happen it's not going to be done in it's not going to be done in one season. The ten's gone, right? So we're, we're back to start. We're back to square one, and it's just that medical round, okay? Rangers are back in it. We've seen this season, right? Fair enough. They've had a belter of a run, and you know, as a as a football fan, you know, you have to kind of appreciate the run that they've been on and the success that they've had. When you've looked at the old firm games that we've had, they've not really been playing to the level that you would expect from a team that's had such dominance. I mean. It's definitely winnable It's definitely beautiful But it's more of a project Start again We've basically had a chance To hit the reset button here Right Ten's gone Next season Right We might still be in it But we need we need a long term option And we need to really Start thinking long term as well Stop getting these players in On loan Having them for a couple of seasons And moving them on I know that's an age old Celtic tactic But We need to start thinking about How we're going to get back To that level that we were You know Two, three seasons ago under, I mean, even under Dyla, under Rogers, these were, these were good years. I mean, to try and think about what was it about that that kept us going. I mean, you think about the, the you know the unbeaten runs, the, the the back-to-back trebles. It was the same names and the same faces. And I think that's what we need. I think we need to stop trying to do this whole buy-in players, sell them out really, really quick. I think we need to start focusing long term and start. You know, building a prospect for yeah. start the ten again. I mean, Rangers are stronger now, mm-hmm. which is which is unavoidable, Gordon. But but what about that? I'm sure Celtic are desperate to win the league next season. You ha you, you all, you, there's always that level of expectation when you're at a club like this. But th- do you see what I mean? That stomaching not winning this winning the league next season and making it more of a, a long term project is that a possibility now? Given that. You know, this season was everything. It's been how long have we been talking about ten in a row? And it, fe- it feels like it clouded everything. Whereas now that that's gone, and you've got a decision to make: you want to build and try and get a sustained period of success, or are you going all out short term win the I league next season? I, I, oh, short term win the league next season. Really? If you're a, oh, yeah. If, uh, if you're a Celtic fan, I think Thomas I isn't so sure. Yeah, he's yeah, a Celtic well, fan. Well, Thomas, I, I totally understand where Thomas is coming from, and I think he's got good ideas, but. Celtic have just watched probably one of their worst seasons for a long, long time, especially with the 10 in a row. Watched how Rangers have dominated the Scottish game and how you know far they're, they're going to win the league by. So I don't think as a manager you can get in there for Celtic and say, do you know what, guys? Next two, three years might be a bit tough, but I'm going to rebuild and we'll take it for there. And if we win the league, great. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think once the fans get back in, Gordon, 60,000 in there, I think they're pressure on you to win the league now. 
People will argue, well, Stephen Gerrard come in and get, but he was here to stop the 10 in a row. He was given that two year sort of grace to mm-hmm. stop that, to build a team, to stop mm-hmm. it, and he achieved it. Celtic supporters will be looking for a bounce back as quick as possible. Yeah. I mean, I get that, Mark. That's why I'm, I'm struggling to word it in, in the way it's, it makes sense in my head, right? Of course, Celtic want to win the league next season. Of course, they would be gutted if they didn't. But managers fall into different categories, don't they? You, you bring in a. On paper, you would bring in a Martin O'Neill to just to get the team doing something now, right? Or is there now an is there now an opportunity with the restructuring that's going to happen upstairs for Celtic to take a bit more of a, a long term view and things? I get what you're saying, Gordon. I think a Martin O'Neill kind of appointment, and people are saying, with Roy Keane as his assistant, the time for that has been and gone. You know, probably back in. November, October To get a reaction To bring the club up And it might have had a, an effect It might not have I get what you're saying Someone like Like Eddie Howe's name Will not go away And Eddie Howe Is a manager Who is managing the Premier League He's very Highly thought of And he's got a reputation For building things Um, You know If it's another younger manager I don't know Try selling the prospect To another young Unknown manager Coming in And saying We're going to give this guy Three years Well uh, You'll not have 60,000 no, But you're never going to see that at the outset though, are you? No, no But, but you think the message through right, okay. oh, Of course If it, if it, was a, if it wasn't a name, you mean? If it, was if a... it wasn't a name no, Eddie Howe, I think, covers both bases mm-hmm. On that uh, front, he's young But he can, he, he's good at building a project So time will tell uh, It's a hard decision But Celtic have to get it right, that's for sure Okay, thank you Thomas So 141951 Kieran Tierney scored for Arsenal It's Arsenal 2, Benfica 2 it's all happening at Ibrooks Rangers 3, Antwerp 2. Scott Arfield's coming on, and I'll get you a full time teaser question next. Taking your calls on Scottish football, 0141 951 1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. What a game at Ibrooks. After last week, would we get a dull, boring affair tonight? Absolutely not. Rangers 3. Antwerp 2 7-5 on aggregate 73 minutes gone And that only scratches the surface You've got that big subplot Nathan Patterson One of the Covid 5 Lots of angry reaction And understandably so To his Covid breach He has been isolating He's come back He was on the bench tonight Which raised enough eyebrows On at half time And scores a minute later So a lot going on At Ibrooks. Of course lots of calls about Celtic's managerial situation as well uh, We are on Twitter As well as the phones uh, Lloyd says Norwich manager Daniel Fark For the Celtic job Exciting manager Who's on the up We should be going for a manager Who's exciting Instead of someone Who's been sacked By another club um, And I like this Kenneth says I'm surprised that Gordon The nose DL Hasn't nominated the mushroom For the Celtic job We've heard Bruni being mentioned The wee man has managerial experience No Scottish football I like this because uh, You always hear from managers Right who had no chance of getting the job ruling themselves out. I love that. So I just wonder if you two would go on record and both rule yourselves out, just so, just for clarity. Well, I'll certainly rule. Let's see if we can. can no, make no, it. I'm not ruling myself out. I'll, In fact, I've got a meeting with <laughs> with the chief exec Don McKay tomorrow morning. I've worked this meeting. guy first hand, and I'm ruling him out. Let <laughs> but me listen. And, yeah, and, I could just have brought to you as director of football. Uh, yeah. looking for and a I helped, I helped you. Out. And just to put it on record, I've never said that uh, Scott Brown should be a manager of Celtic. Mm, I think I, you did. No, I didn't. I was comparing Larson and Brown. <laughs> You're wanting Brownie in the job. Mm. Uh, just because you love Big John. 
Uh, right, okay, how's your teaser looking tonight? It's actually tough and it's, it's the crazy Ooh. pony again. He sent a series in, right? They're kind of closely linked, so I thought it made sense to, to follow on from last night. Can you name the last eight players who've moved permanently from La Liga to the old firm? Can you name the last eight players to move permanently from La Liga to Celtic or Rangers? Did Arteta come from there? Brilliant, well done. You're not as daft as you look. Mikel Arteta, well done. Uh, Tommy Gravison. Oh, you love him. Yes. Yes. You do love him, don't you? Uh, I've got another thing. Go on, go on, go on. Go, Mark Krosas. Yes, you're flying, oh, you three. Yeah. Uh, did Thomas Gravison ever... Tell tales of Real Madrid when he was in with you dafties at, at Celtic Park. Uh, Just because it, it was quite the transfer, you know wasn't it? Coming I know, from but Thomas, St. Thomas was a strange one. He never really liked to talk up what he did or or his great achievements or the great players he played with. He liked to talk about Call of Duty and how he would just play it in his basement. That's the kind of guy he was, or or pool, like playing pool. That's all he spoke about And I think you told us on the show before You met him after he left Celtic (laughs) didn't you (laughs) Met him in Vegas yeah I told you that Walking through the poolside at the MGM And I hear the shout Willow Willow (laughs) I turn round and who's sunbathing By himself Nobody else Just told me I said what are you doing here I live here now I said why Oh Mrs lives here no because uh, I, I couldn't get a house in Gumbernauld <laughs> That could have been him on the Bombay Dreams menu as well It could have been, missed but he's missed his chance uh, I thought Antwerp were about to level the game on the night there But the offside That's flag it. has eventually um, gone up They made a mess of it anyway, Alan McGregor um, Interesting control from the Antwerp player who brought it down on the back of his own head um, But he tried too much, Alan McGregor got it And then the offside flag I think it was uh, went up. Let's bring in Chris, who's a Rangers fan from Airdrie. Chris, what's your point tonight? I just wanted to make uh, two points. Um, the first one was about uh, Morelos. Uh, I'm a Rangers fan, and everybody like thinks that he's well. Seems to be that he's like a, he's a the striker, but I actually believe that he's better in a number ten role because I don't think he's got like the the striker's finish like the way Chris Boyd used to finish or like Harry McCoyst now like a natural finisher. I think he's better the way he just mm. drags the players away and he leaves in that space and behind for the, for the forwards to run into. So you think this, although he scored a lot last season, you think this I sort of role I, this season's better suited? Oh, 100%. I think I, I, th- I think he's definitely, without doubt, our best player. Um, and he's the one that's, the reason why we get so many goals is Morelos. And a lot of people are on his back because he's not scoring, but if... If they actually watch this game and the way he plays, he's just a, he's a great football player. <laughs> I mean, Mark, I don't know if that means he has to be pigeonholed as a number 10. There are loads of strikers that, that do jobs that don't necessarily revolve around scoring a lot of goals. Yeah. It's an interesting one, isn't he? Because he scored a lot of goals last season, loads of goals, but but in many ways he's he's not He's not clinical, really. If Does that, does that make sense? That's going to sound like I'm being overly critical. No, I can't he's not. He's yeah. not, and I think the Rangers fans would agree with this, he's mm. not one that, if you're getting one chance in a game You back him to put it away He gives defenders an absolute nightmare He gets a lot of chances And last season he scored a lot of goals Don't take anything away from him But he's not that like you know, deadly all well, the time He's, he's just, just won a side of penalty, penalty. I, I, Look, I was just going to say there He's been absolutely outstanding tonight Rangers best player by far He scored the goal He's got an assist And he's just mm. won a penalty there um, Get what you're saying Gordon But the team had changed Remember the way they played That first game up at Pataudry where Kent scores and Morelos comes deep and we've seen it from yep. then and he's carried on but what game he's having tonight? 
Yeah, you just want to say the penalty. I don't think there was much debate about that, Gordon, was there? No, penalty kick. To be fair, I mean, it looked to me like he was trying to stay on his feet, Gordon. Uh, oh, that... don't get me started on that. We'll play Graham Alexander's clip in just a minute. <sighs> oh, oh, I couldn't Ooh. believe anyway. Tony Watt last night. But no, I, I think that there's no arguments about it. It's a penalty kick. And this. And Barisic again. So Barisic <laughs> scored two last week, missed one at the weekend. And now he's back from 12 yards And this will be it surely 8-5 if this hits the back of the net On aggregate it would be 4-2 On the night Goal fest between these sides Or maybe the goalkeeper has other ideas Barisic like we said missed one At the weekend And he steps up left footed same penalty every time That's f- He's put all four of them I think In the same place Has he Mark yeah, Wilson uh, Yeah I think so That one's unsavable The power he puts in that Same place as the one at the weekend But the difference is The power um, He gets behind it And that surely Is it now <laughs> Game set and match Switch this, over This tie's been mental Chris <laughs> But it's, it's now 8-5 on aggregate With just over 10 minutes to go Can you breathe easy? I came into the kitchen there to speak to yourself so that it wasn't on the radio, so I've missed it. <laughs> Spoiled it for you. It's a good penalty, don't worry. No, it's not spoiled. I'm, I'm used to scoring now, do you know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, no, it's just my, my second point basically was just to do with a lot of Rangers fans I hear phoning up and they can be quite critical and they say, oh, why are Rangers um, not, not coming out as fast as they do and scoring and stuff? And like the, my theory on it is basically like at the start of the season, teams didn't know how to set up against us because they didn't know what way we were going to play. So we used to just come out and just smash them straight away. Whereas now they they know how to set up against us. That is very hard to break down, and I, I think that's why it takes so long. I think there's I think people are a wee bit overcritical with us. This is like a dream come true. What happened this season? It's been phenomenal. <laughs> it's ten years away, and I forward is from third division up all the hell that we've had to go through and then especially for what's happened with Celtic it's just been incredible Yeah well there's no no problem in the last week Gordon that'll be 12 goals over the three games and maybe more 4-3 last week 4-1 against United at the weekend Um, 4-2 tonight yeah before that there was a little spell where they were scoring one against Hibs one against St Johnson one against Hamilton one against Kilmarnock It doesn't matter Um, how good a team you are Gordon when the strikers and the midfield players you've got you're not going to come on every game and batter four or five goals and it ain't going to happen you'll create chances and on a day that you might miss a few and you can scrape a 1-0 win or a 2-1 they're just as important as going and winning four nils um, I think uh, Chris is right I think that teams do you know defensively set up a lot better now against Rangers they know what to expect they know where the threat comes from so they try and hang on as, as long as they possibly can we've seen that especially at Ibrox this year but uh, I think Rangers have been terrific tonight. On the c- callers um, about Morelos and that number 10, I think he's a number nine all day long. All day long. I just think he plays up mm. on the centre half, so he creates space for, and he can hold mm. the ball up, he gets the team up the pitch, and he scores but goals. Rangers are about to make a change that might even be more interesting than Nathan Patterson's. Now, I know Nathan Patterson scores the goal. That's a big story. But on comes Bongani Zungu, Mark. Hmm. Um, he was the one that people felt that maybe maybe he was the one that didn't have a future at the club because he was on loan anyway. He wasn't hugely impressive. He wasn't battering down the door to get in the team. And Rangers had this option. He goes and commits that COVID breach. So people were kind of putting two and two together and saying... Yeah, Patterson will probably play for us again But maybe Zungu won't First yeah. game back and he's on He's on Does yeah, that surprise you? It surprised me because I, I said last week That I thought it was Zungu That would 
probably play the ultimate price When you're on loan at a club You really need to impress uh, Especially if you're looking for a deal Beyond the end of the season And I thought he was borderline He was okay in some games Some games he was anonymous And that might have tipped Stephen Gerrard over the edge But look, I think it goes to show That in footballing terms Stephen Gerrard mm. has drawn a line under this I think they, they will be punished Maybe financially or you know, further down the line in other senses. But in football in terms, Steven Gerrard recognises that these players are needed in his squad and he's mm. going to use them. It's interesting, Gordon, because you got to treat everything on a case-by-case basis so we don't know who had what goodwill in the tank. But if you look mm. at Jones and Edmondson, for instance, they, they may play again, but they were, they were sent on loan mm. um, and it looked like that was on the back of, of their breach. It's taken Bas- um, Zungu and Patterson days to get back in Steven Gerrard's team Yeah it's a surprising one Because I thought that The um, Zingun The um, Bassey Patterson Bassey Patterson I thought it was worse Gordon Because they'd already seen what happened They were sitting there They'd have been in meeting After meeting Getting told Under no circumstances Break the rules Leave uh, yourself in any problems at all But Steven Gerrard seemed to Go the other way with them you know, and and I agree that if he's got to give Patterson, then it's got to be a clean sweep for the rest of the lads. You just can't treat one mm. because he's on loan and Rangers fans. No, but, are but, but you can though, because that is that not just a natural thing. I'm not saying that that you, you might not treat them different because they might get the same behind the scenes. They might get the same fine financially. Mm-hmm. They might. Um, if and when the Scottish FA come calling, it might be the same length of ban. But is that not just? Natural that if somebody's on loan and you were struggling to make your mind up on them, it might have tipped you in one direction. How how can you compare a guy well, that's on well, loan well, to a guy that, that's got a five year well, deal? Well, what I'm saying is, if that was the case, then Stephen Gerrard wouldn't put him on the pitch tonight. He'd have made his mind up because if you ask any Rangers no, fan, yeah, know that, know that now. I'm would, talking about yeah, in the last couple I, of days. I I think that the manager's you know he's surprised as all with the way he's handled it. It's up to him. It's his players. And he used Patterson tonight And he got an important goal After a minute he came on He looked for a response mm. He got that uh, Zingu's on tonight as well So it looks like he's sort of a forgiven these boys But the first two Seem to get the brunt of the punishment mm. What do you make of that side of it Chris As a Rangers fan? It, it, like Just exactly what Gordon said It doesn't make sense Like So Edmondson and Jones broke the rules so and rightly so they get kicked out of the club. Well, they get put out on loan. Mm. Then obviously you've got the players, they know if they've, they've seen what's happened and then they're allowed to start playing again. That doesn't make uh, to me it doesn't make sense. if I was Jones and Edmondson I'd be mm. a bit I'd be a bit but, miffed. But maybe I mean? maybe look, maybe it's down to the players' ability. Maybe Stephen Gerrard had seen his wide Guys and, and saw the way he was going to play That he thought Jones was surplus mm. Edmondson He seen he had a solid base He seen he had centre half Katach is still to come back Edmondson Not going to play him So maybe oh, it made sense that way Maybe even not just football Is it is it human nature To look at the, the goodwill That somebody might have In the tank right? For instance I, I don't know this to be the case But I would imagine Stephen Gerrard was pretty annoyed Because he made it clear About Jordan Jones Tackling the game against Celtic And he gets sent off So it might have been We don't know But it might have been You're in your last warning You yeah, step out of line yeah. again And then and then he goes and does that It's a difficult one Without knowing the details Mark Because the, a Covid breach is a, is a Covid breach Ultimately they, they were clearly wrong Everyone has condemned The actions of these five guys Maybe Stephen Gerrard Has seen something And I don't know what In the circumstances Which makes him feel Different about it oh, I don't yeah. know We'll yeah, find well, out Only maybe. Stephen Gerrard Will know that But Gordon You make a good point I've been dressing rooms Before where 
People do get treated differently You know There's the odd cheeky one Who gets knocked down all the time If somebody does one offence They go Okay um, Because You're not a repeat offender Kind of along those lines But only Stephen Gerrard Will know that Right Chris Thank you Can you name the last eight players To move permanently From La Liga To Celtic or Rangers You've got Mark Crossas, Thomas Gravison And Mikel Arteta Was Nova one? No Oh he came he came for a Dundee, well, Dundee. Which is just, just a little bit out of, of La Liga What about the boy Ortiz? No No Would that maybe wasn't Maybe wasn't permanent Was it not? Well, I don't know but he's not on the list mm. Oh Right okay You went straight in with the three easy ones I think yeah. 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 Are there a competition on tonight? We don't want to ruin it for the listeners Mm. I just wanted to throw that in there Sorry <laughs> Can uh, anyone help us? Well to... I don't know Mark But I see a bit of panic to my right here Ah nonsense no, was, That was always planned We're going to do that tomorrow this week Oh is it tomorrow yeah, Friday yeah. now? I thought it was Thursday or Friday I mean it's usually Thursday But we'll do it tomorrow DL is now banned from the show Honestly you don't remember what you had for breakfast But you've managed to remember that Brilliant Yeah oh Did Johan Mialbe come? Did he not come to La Liga? Well, maybe, but he's not in the last eight. That's all you need maybe to know. Because he's, not, he's not on this list. Ah, Mon does. Right, we'll get the answers and a full-time picture from Ibrox next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Into time added on at Ibrox. Mark Wilson and Gordon Dieller here. Rangers are going through to the next round. Even the madness of this tie can't ram those words down my throat. Rangers have another penalty. They're 4-2 up on the night. 8-5 on aggregate And they've got the chance To score again Over the two legs This has been mental Mark Wilson Scott Wright does brilliantly Chops into the box Is that another Fair decision? Um, on the face It looked like it Just yeah Scott Wright comes in the box And oh, defender okay. clips his Clips his heels But listen Take nothing away from Rangers here but Oh it's Roy- not Barisic Royal Antwerp defensively <laughs> Over yeah, the two legs ideal. Oh dear uh, oh so n- no Barisic this time He's taken four In the last couple of games mm-hmm. He's scored three of them And missed one Cedric Eaton is just on And he's going to take the penalty Because he tries to get I his like confidence that. up Yeah I like that I like that That's uh, You know Barisic being unselfish Saying to the lad Go and try Yeah and you'd never do that Never never No no uh, Yeah so it's going to be Eaton with the right foot this time And he blasts it down the middle It comes off the goalkeeper's foot But still ends up in the back of the net Rangers five Royal Antwerp two <laughs> Nine Five On aggregate Wow Incredible Yeah you don't often score Nine goals in the last 32 Of a European uh, You know Two legged tie So Look Take nothing away from Rangers They Attacking They have been brilliant Over two legs The one thing they won't get In the next round The last 16 um, Is Being able to get away With conceding Five goals Over the two legs So If they tighten that up Listen, there isn't me a chance Who knows, I'm looking at the, the games going on just now Some big teams in the draw But you would fancy Rangers To to take on any of them Especially at Ibrox Yeah, I do agree with Mark As uh, going to the last 16, Gordon Defensively, they don't want to Scoring nine goals is brilliant over two legs But they don't want to be losing five goals um, So that's one thing Stephen Gerrard will have a look at And try and tighten up I think Rangers have played very well tonight. I, I think that, that you know, Morelis, mm. the guy that we were talking about, 
He's been absolutely terrific. He has. He's been top man of the match for you, even though I think Kent's got two and so on. But Morelos man of the match. I can see Mark Wilson nodding away. Yeah, I'm giving Morelos man of the match. I don't Um, know what Mark. Yeah, he's nodding nodding. in agreement. Yeah, Yeah. he's been brilliant. Um, Right, just on this teaser, we're looking for the last eight players to move permanently from La Liga to Celtic or Rangers. Now we had a similar thing last night, right? Juan Manuel Ortiz. Which one of you said him? Matt did He did come from Spain But Almeria were in the Second tier At that point oh, That's a technical ah, We fell yeah. into that trap Last night with someone And the pony was back on Wanting technical. Cleared of the blame The pony doesn't make mistakes uh, Right full time Ibrox Let's speak to Andrew McLean Yeah Rangers 5 Antwerp 2 The full time score At Ibrox And it was another Crazy high scoring tie Between these two For the second week running That sees Rangers Through to the last 16 Of the Europa League Rangers got the opener Nine minutes in Good pressing out On the right hand side Ryan Kent Anticipating a back pass Well he won the ball back Cut it back to Alfredo Morelos And it was a calm finish From him for 1-0 Antwerp levelled Before the break Jordan Lukaku Getting past Leon Balogun On the left hand side He found Leo Rafalov In the centre of the box And he flicked the ball past Alan McGregor Leon Balogun hadn't had the best half at right back and was replaced at half time by Nathan Patterson who of course was on his return from that Covid breach and Scottish football never fails to produce when it comes to stories does it because 15 seconds into the half Nathan Patterson broke through and fired into the bottom corner for his first Rangers goal it was Alfredo Morelos who set that goal up and he set up the third as well a well worked move ending with Morelos finding Ryan Kent in the box he found the back of the net for 3-1 almost an instant response from the Belgians though a mix up between McGregor and Golton at the back allowed Lamkelze in he made it 3-2 but Rangers got the chance to open up the gap again from the penalty spot 10 minutes from time Morelos fouled in the box Bonabaricic stepped up for the fourth time in a week and he scored this one rifled it into the back of the net and they got another penalty right at the death Scott Wright going down in the box this time and it was substitute Cedric Eaton who fired it into the centre of the goal it came off the goalkeeper's foot but went into the back of the net a wild last 32 tie ends 9-5 on aggregate the full time score at Ibrox is Rangers 5 Antwerp 2 Sum that up if you can That's unbelievable uh, <laughs> Two ties that we've just witnessed But look Rangers were more than comfortable Over the two legs I'm sure G- Stephen Gerrard When he analyses it He'll pick holes And rightly so in his defence But going forward At this level You have to be ruthless And take your chances And over the two legs Rangers certainly did that Showed that they're top class side in Europe And they'll be a, a team to be reckoned with For any of these big hitters They might face in the next round Yeah they'll be looking forward Does it draw tomorrow noon or something Gordon? Um, so they'll be certainly glued to, to the TVs and radios listening to see what team they get. Uh, it'll be interesting, and uh, I've got to say, terrific game tonight. Quick, any more on the teaser? Very Carlos Queller. Yes, Lasan for mm. Celtic. Is that a, a, am I Lasad? Lasad. Yeah, Lasan, Lasad. It's the same. Right, same two to go. Instant reaction to that Rangers game. Robert is a Rangers fan from Wisher. Robert, have you calmed down after watching that? Yeah, uh, yeah, not too bad. I just it was it's a fantastic game. I was a bit up and tuck here and there, but I thought Rangers started well. Looked in control, scored the goal, then they lost the goal. Then you're thinking, oh, hold on a minute. Then again, certainly took control. Young Nathan Parson come on the second half and scored an absolute brilliant goal. And then after that, I was like, I was just Rangers game all day long. 
How much are you looking forward to this draw now, Robert? Because you can you can clearly see both sides of it, can't you? You can say Rangers have scored nine goals, shouldn't fear anyone, and then you can say well they've conceded a few as well, and and they might need to tighten that up in the next round. But just delighted to be there, first of all, I would imagine. Well, obviously, if you score more than what you concede, then you always win games. Mm-hmm. Even that's the way it works. So, but I I don't know. Maybe an English team or. Maybe I would sort of yeah, I don't know. I, I would take an English team oh, how, to or, how good would that be, Mark Wilson? Arsenal. Just for for us, for oh. I mean, obviously the Rangers fans would like it, but just as a spectacle, everything that would go around it. Yeah, it'd be huge. No Battle fans, which would again. be a real shame. No fans, but it'd be a great spectacle. But I'm like that Arsenal against Benfica tonight, and Rangers have shown coming up against Benfica what they did. Arsenal go through three two tonight. At, Got to say, Stephen Gerrard would fancy that. I think Arsenal some quality players, but they like goals as well. But I'll be interested. Well, here, here's a very basic comparison, and I know football doesn't work like this, but Rangers played Benfica, obviously, didn't they? Rangers finished above Benfica, um, and Arsenal have have sort of scraped by it's Benfica, good, yeah. got by Benfica. Would Rangers have anything to fear on that? Maybe Gordon, because they do have some some good players. But that's my very simple comparison at the moment. Yeah, it's a good one. No, nah, it's not great, but no, it... no, no. I'm going to give you a bit of credit tonight. You need it, um, but look, it's exciting. Last sixteen, some real top quality sides in there. I would love to see an English team coming up to Scotland. I really would go. On. Who was your main man tonight, Robert? Eh, uh, obviously Alfredo. Mm. I thought he played brilliant. Absolutely played brilliant. Thought uh, he helps us set up. I thought four goals. Basically, um, a bit of compassion for the guy hobbling off it just before half time, mm-hmm. where they could have easily taken the ball and in the box, and they just could have scored. It could have come back to haunt them if things had went differently, but he obviously done the right But he thought it was the right mm-hmm. thing. Uh, so, but yeah, I thought he was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. I don't think there's been a better striker in Scotland in the last 10, 15 years. And Alfredo Morales I mean Can't really open this debate At two minutes before the end of the show For people who want to batter down the door And say Edward and Dembele and so on that We could fill five shows on that debate But you can't argue with his contribution tonight Gordon Yeah uh, Mark and I both gave him man of match Gordon I thought he was excellent Got the first goal Set the tone of the match uh, Was involved in absolutely everything Link up play Everything about him Sportsmanship He just had the full package tonight And for me Deserves a man of the match Yeah like, There's no doubt When Morelos gets The nonsense out his head And stops getting tied up With opposition players And fights He is a quality player I thought tonight Honestly Was one of his best performances I've seen him Thought it was the all round performance You had the strikers Kind of go When Kent uh, cut it back to him You had great hold up play The centre halves couldn't deal with him You know One got booked for Climbing all over him You know Classic Morelos play He wins the penalty He gets an assist With a great piece of skill He was outstanding tonight And that's why Stephen Gerrard Kept him about the club Even though He had three other strikers To choose from In the summer He knew Morelos Was the top man Right Robert Thank you very much For giving us your reaction To that game That was Robert in Wisher I won't waste anyone's time I don't think we'll squeeze Another call in It's been one of those nights Gordon we, we Sometimes don't get round to various things Last night St Mirren nil Motherwell nil What did you make of it? I, I take the point Gordon uh, bad Because run of, of the last two Bad run of form Losing a lot of goals Clean sheet I watched the game First half was I, I felt for Andrew there It was dreadful I've got to say dreadful Second half I, like, I, I liked it I thought, I thought Motherwell um, Probably should have just edged it But a point 
difficult game at Easter Road and Jim Goodwin will be happy the fact he's still in the top six Graham Alexander felt hard done by Mark he felt that after the big debate we've been having about diving in the show he felt that you know Tony Watt stayed on his feet and Graham Alexander saying that he was told that had Tony Watt gone down they would have won the penalty I mean if, if that's the case you can see why we've yeah. why we've got a debate on our hands. Yeah, it kind of warms. It's a it's an argument. It's been going on for years. If players are honest and stay on their feet whenever they get touched or pulled back, would they win the penalty? I guess Graham Alexander wakes up today and says clearly not. Players have to go down. <laughs> Does that open up a can of worms that players feel they need to go down? I I don't know where it leaves us. Refereeing. I thought we were by all, but Graham Alexander would certainly take the point. He needed to stop the rot. Yeah, we're never beyond that stuff, believe me. Right, let's round off this teaser. Can you name the last eight players to move permanently from La Liga to Celtic or Rangers? You've got Lassad, Mark Crossas, Carlos Cuellar, Thomas Gravison, and Mikel Arteta. We're struggling a bit, Gordon. We've got to you should get one of them, Mark Wilson. I should, you should, should get one of them. Um, Give us a Mistorovich. No. I should get one. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I played with him. Oh, yes, you did. Did I? Chaduri. Uh, no. <laughs> He's German Oh Andy Hinkle Andy Hinkle Came from Sevilla, came from Sevilla. And the last off. one who, who went from Atletico Madrid To Rangers In the early 2000s Cracking hairdo Used to play for Middlesbrough Emerson Emerson Yes oh, I played against him In a reserve game For Dundee United Great story We'll yeah. have to leave it there That was Mark Wilson And Gordon DL Thanks for all your calls And your tweets Big win For Rangers tonight we look forward to the draw as well. So give us all your thoughts on tomorrow night's show with Hugh Keevans and Jim Duffy, Callum Gallagher. He's up next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. For an unpredictable world, talk to Thompson's.com.